Uh, hey, Heather. Hey, Matt. Uh, I know Devin has a really good song that he's composed for the the show and that kind of people have gotten used to, but I actually have an idea for a new main title theme. Oh. Oh. Wow, Nick. Sure. Wow. Uh, yeah. Thanks for springing this on us. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I, I would be careful, though, because you shouldn't... I mean, Devin's, like, really tough, and if you try to eat his lunch in front of him, he's going to be real mad. Well, yeah, I know. He, he'll hear this, and this is the thing. He'll hear this when he's editing the episode, mixing the episode, but... I think when he hears it, he'll be like, oh, yeah, of course, that's the theme. So I, I think okay. I think he'll he'll put his ego aside and just sort of accept it. OK, yeah, he'll 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 hear how good it is. And, and yeah. he'll admit that he's 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 no longer the, the Mr. Sound loving man. Yeah. Uh, which he calls himself. Yes, that's right. Anyway, I, I think that, you know, get back is kind of in the zeitgeist right now because the documentary um, that everyone's watching. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. I just thought that's a natural like kind of in for us if if you'll indulge wait, me wait you i'm hold on i feel like i feel like i missed a step here yeah get back the beatles documentary and then yeah. the song people are thinking of the song again and our shows get played so it's like a natural sort of point of synergy for and i'll just let me just get the song out wait 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 no 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 first off i we can't uh-huh. afford a beatles song as our theme song. Like that's that's some insane licensing fee every mm-hmm. single week. Secondly, I don't think people are thinking about that song. Like maybe you well, watch the documentary and you you're thinking about it, but it's not like yeah. it's charting again. It came out like two months yeah. ago too. Like it's like kind well, of I, old news at this point. I watched I just watched part one this morning <laughs> and I'm really thinking about it a lot. So look, let, let, let here's the thing. First off, the licensing fee. You know I'm good for it. Oh, I forgot. No, money back. Second wider. off, I'm deeply unlikely. Second off, uh, it's fair use. It's a parody. All right, here we go. Okay, Here's the song. Here we go. Weiger was a man who had himself a podcast with his friends Heather and Matt. <laughs> All together, they talked about some video games and stuff like that. Get played, get played, get played is what the podcast is. Get played, get played, get ready to fill your pants with jizz. <laughs> okay. I think, I think, I think it's the fear in your voice that really sells that. <laughs> the trembling fear. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and I know that so I we wanted were, to convey. We were sort of like, "Oh, we don't know about this." Now, having heard it, Devin, you're fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> we listen to and discuss our favorite video game main title themes, and listen to and discuss our favorite listener questions this week on Get Played. Tiger was a man who had himself a podcast with his friends Heather and Matt. All together they talked about some video games and stuff like that. Get played, get played, get played is what the podcast is. Get played, get played, get ready to fill your pants with jizz.
Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, HAC, along with fellow host, Nick Weiger. Hi, I'm Nick Weiger. NFW are my initials. Along with Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Matt Apodaca, MKA. K stands for Kyle. Kyle. It's not true. Yeah. It's true. My mom was a big Twin Peaks fan, and she loved Kyle McLaughlin. Do you like the show? Uh, I've tried to watch it a hundred times, and I don't think it's for me. I I, 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 <laughs> wow. I don't know. Maybe I'll. I, I, I'd like to give it a try. You know, as of this recording, as of truly twenty minutes ago, I finished The Sopranos for the first time. Wow! Really? Yeah, You're caught I've, off with The Sopranos. You just watched the finale. I the just polarizing, the finale. controversial finale. Yeah, and I I know. I mean, I knew what the ending was right uh so going into it i was like well i know it's how this ends and let me tell you something even knowing it it was still very shocking <laughs> i was like oh yeah <laughs> it really is just like that <laughs> it's a choice it's quite yeah. a choice but i can't wait to watch the bad movie and um and then who knows what where my journey ends with the sopranos uh i got a lot you of gotta play the bad video game you got to play uh, Sopranos Road to Respect for PlayStation 2. I don't do that anymore, unless it's canon. <laughs> uh, it is canon. Joey Nails is canon. Oh, the okay. protagonist that, of, <laughs> of the game. Joey Nails. It's funny to think that Weiger was involved in writing canon for Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, by the way, I like the bad movie, Many Saints of Newark. You like it? Okay. I'll, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to go into it with an open mind. Yeah, I mean it. It should be. It should not be a movie, but I sure. still kind of liked it because it's like a, it's like the Silmarillion kind of of Sopranos. It just uh-huh. informs so much lore, even though it itself is kind of unwieldy. Sure. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I I'd recommend it if you just watch all the Sopranos. Because I'm gonna not? watch it to, uh, maybe after this. Honestly, <laughs> like, who knows. I think that would be a, a a valuable way to think about sequels and spinoffs is as encyclopedic editions without plot like it would be so sure. cool to like if you if you saw like a star wars movie and it was like it was just on coruscant and there was like some minor stuff but it also just filled in a bunch of new shit like yeah. not specifically like did you know who made darth vader's helmet like not that kind of shit yeah. but like just like world building stuff like supplementary material as concepts for sequels would be pretty well, cool we have to print out this podcast and uh mail it uh to our to yourself heather because you just gave disney plus a free idea for an anthology series <laughs> oh i see you i you want you think that's how copywriting that's yeah not, you got to print this out yes you mail it no. to yourself and then the postmark <laughs> yeah a, a judge will look at the postmark and say like okay, okay. case closed you get to make this now this is they, yours. That's how they allow it. Yeah, this is yours. I wonder if there's ever been a, uh, a an instance in history when that actually happened. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it. I think that's a that's a. I think even like because because you can sometimes register these things. Like there's offices you can you can register with like the Writers Guild of, of like a script or a treatment like a like a concept. And I don't even think that is ironclad legally. Hmm. I think all this shit is like kind of specious. But who knows? I, I I think it's true. 
I think it's true. It just mm-hmm. in the same way that like police officers have to tell you if they're a cop. Yeah, I get that gets me out a lot of scrapes. Yeah. I'm like, asking uh, that all the time. Not, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> the uh so the the big news of the past week regarding a game that we covered on the podcast is that Cyberpunk released its big old 1.5 patch. Finally yes. has the PS5 and the Xbox Series X versions live. And, uh, you know, just a, a bunch of rebalancing, a bunch of bug fixes, uh, quality of life improvements, aesthetic improvements. I haven't messed around with it, but Matt, you have a little bit. Yeah, I got, well, because we've been talking about it so much. It's been coming up pretty recently, I feel like, on the show mm-hmm. with us. And I've been getting that itch to get back in there and revisit it. And so this... This uh this update truly dropped couldn't have dropped at a worse time for me personally <laughs> like I have too much shit to do and I was like in the, I'm in the middle of playing something else um yeah. and, and there's other games the Sopranos and watching the Sopranos and uh you know tried to <laughs> function as a as an adult in this world um yes. but I I got back in there I got back into my old save and just to see like how it felt. Mm. And it immediately made me start a new save. Like, I wanted to start a new save. Wow. Uh, it feels like... Wow. It... I don't know. It's... I don't... I, I mean, I can't speak to... Because, like, there's stuff about it that rocks, obviously, and it is is fun. But then there's really yes. dumb stuff, like story stuff and, like, just in-the-world stuff that's dumb. So I can't speak to all that stuff yet. But it feels like a new game. It feels like a completely different game. Like it feels like, and I feel like a lot of that has to do with the dual sense control. Like mm-hmm. that just goes so far with uh, playing a game like like Cyberpunk because it didn't feel like I don't know. I felt like in the old one, comparatively, it didn't feel like the it didn't like the movement lined up necessarily. Like it was too smooth. Um, this feels a little more. Um, what do you, do you mean what, the character movement or are you yeah, talking about driving or character movement drive like all of it like it feels okay. this feels more like on purpose sort mm-hmm. of um <laughs> and i mean the triggers feel great on the like on the guns and stuff and i started i started a new um path completely i was a street kid before uh yeah. and i went i'm going the corpo route for this playthrough and i you know i'm interested to see how it differs i'm interested to see like how it, i've had no issues with it thus far um, with like as as far as like glitches or you know crashing or anything like that, but mm. it's it feels good and I'm I'm excited to be back in it to be back in Night City. I've already at yes. least when you boot it up and you know you hear the guy. Um, I think his name is Stanley, uh, who's like Good morning, Night City. Um, yes. I've at least heard him say something different. <laughs> <laughs> like upon loading it up a couple of times what right. the fuck are you doing back yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. know he was like this shuffling for his stuff experience. he's like uh, I didn't know anyone was anyone's gonna be here today uh, but it's it, it, it feels good it, and it looks it looks great um, the graphical update was really good I was turning on and off performance mode and um, ray tracing and the thing about ray tracing is I just don't understand. I just like <laughs> performing mm-hmm. looks good. Um, I just don't get why it would it's it's better. It doesn't look that much different to me. 
Yeah, but like imagine that there was a puddle, right? Yeah. And the light from the puddle hit your shoe. Uh Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be worth waiting almost two years to see that light from the puddle hit you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know what? You're right. That I I didn't even realize that. That's a really yeah. No, I I'm gonna turn on ray tracing. Uh, it's dazzling, but it it does seem to just yeah. hog so many resources right now that that yeah. Sometimes it's it's it feels yeah. like it's it's not quite there. You're hoping that there would be you know like that that ray tracing. And 60 FPS and 4K would just be standard for this generation. It just just does not seem to be happening. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the shadows on V's dick. You know, like give, give me some we dick all shadow. <laughs> and I don't just mean penis one. I mean penis two as well. Yeah, it seemed. Oh, that was something I, interesting too. Is that there's mm-hmm. penis one and penis two, but I feel like they changed the language on. The I can't remember what if it was this always, and maybe it was, and people will be like, yeah. it was that. Um, but there's penis one and penis two or off. That's still true. Yes. Yes. Mm. But when you do the the length of it, it's small mm-hmm. or big. <laughs> I can't remember they, that they was. They did the have case. size. They yeah. did have size you could do. You but I, I remember there being like a medium option too. No medium like anymore. Sort of situation. No. Oh, there's just they're just big or small. Either they yeah. Used, wow. Those resources went to ray tra- tracing. They had to remove <laughs> yeah. medium they penis. Had to, they removed medium penis. It says it was patched out. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was in development for so long that it was like taking up like a gig and a half of resources. Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> this normal dick is crashing our game. <laughs> well, no uh, one picks it. Is the thing they yeah. were just like you know what everyone either has the power fantasy of picking the biggest. A dick they can imagine, or they're like, I'm pathetic. My dick's small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's like, I'm average. But I didn't even. I, I I picked female V for this second playthrough because um I was like, I'm sick of this man's voice. No, I've th- heard the. Fe- yeah. This is yeah. This is the thing I've heard from a few different people is that the the female uh, V's VO the, yeah. the, the the game's protagonist yeah. V. Is is better is a better performance in the male. The male's kind of a little aggro. It's a little. You it's a little to, better. You get to fuck that lady. Yeah. If you're, if you're female, Judy. What's her name? Judy. You yeah. get to fuck that lady. I. You know yeah. who's to say why I made the choices that I made, but I, <laughs> I I'm excited to play through it again. And uh, already the corpo route was interesting at the start. I was like, wow, this is like this is cooler. This just seems cool. It's hmm. a cool start, and then it just like like it seems like none of that shit really matters yeah. as you progress into the main story. Maybe they 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 up made added some of that more of that in the in the update. But Matt, it seems like you have answered without me asking. What are you playing? Oh yeah, I oh boy, <laughs> I'm playing that. I also started. I mean, I won't give it too much Heather time. To this. Heather didn't say it. Heather didn't Heather, say it. She just huh? doesn't have it in her this week. Nick. Well, it's the morning. This is a rare morning <laughs> recording. It's for true. Us. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and usually by nighttime, I'm 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 dead inside. But right now, I'm mm-hmm. filled with a little hope. So okay, maybe maybe it could be more like what, prompt me again. Let's see if I do it. Let's see. Let's see if this works. <laughs> okay. Well, this this will be a pickup. Okay, well, Matt, it seems you've you've answered without me asking. What are you playing? What are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> That's so that's 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 hopeful that's to mor- you. That's the morning hopeful. What are you playing? I that's like interesting it. that you start your days like that. I start my days with, oh, not this again. <laughs> oh, great. Here we go again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, yeah, so I am playing. 
like you're locked into a new game plus every day. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? Why me? I'm carrying uh, over yesterday's stats again. <laughs> I didn't even My do that good yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am playing Cyberpunk. I also, you know, I'm in the end game of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, and I, um, I thought you finished that bad boy. I'm fi- I did. Finish you're, you're, you're in the post game content. I'm in the post game stuff. I think I have okay, nine, um, side quests left. Cause it has, wow. there's a list. I have a, 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 that. And then I have to complete the Pokedex to complete the main game to finish the final mm-hmm. task. And that's going to take me some time. So that's like, mm-hmm. you'll hear updates about that from me, you know, sparingly now at this point, but yeah. Sifu's still good. Um, and I also, I started in hopes of finishing it before tomorrow. And there's no way that I'm going to, I don't know why I thought I could do this. Anyway, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and I got Ooh. to um, a part. You thought you could finish this game in a week while playing two other games. I just, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds hubristic, of course, but then <laughs> I, I, I look at what I've done... Mm-hmm. thus far in the pandemic and i was like i think i could do this <laughs> because it's like a 15 16 hour game i was like i think i i think i could do it um yeah. but yeah it was hubristic at best and also i'm not even going to get the new one because elden ring comes out next week I, what am i yeah, doing yeah that's it's tough it's mm. tough timing yeah but tough um, timing for the new horizon i just got to a part early in the game in horizon zero dawn where it clicked for me and now i really love it i was sort of like i don't really know if this is my game um but I got to like a, a big combat part in the beginning of it. And I was like, wow, this is really fun. I actually really like this. So now I'm going to stick with that. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen next week? Yeah, hmm. that's it for me. Wow. I uh, I just ordered Horizon Forbidden West because I'd forgotten that it comes out. Wow. I was like, I was like, oh, right, right. And I know that I'm only going to play like it's, it's going to be the exact same experience I had for uh, the first Horizon, which is. I'm going to play it for like a tiny chunk of time. Then a game that I truly am looking forward to, Elden Ring, is coming out. Mm-hmm. And I will have to put down Horizon. And then when I finally come back to it, I'll be like, oh, what a pleasure. Yes. What, a, what a wonderful. It's it's kind of wish what I wish I had done with Cyberpunk. Because I have mm. no, I platinumed it. I don't have nothing. There's no reason yeah. for me to load the <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got that trophy for the weird jump. Like there's like yeah. a jump where you have to like pop, hit somebody in the head or something. Like there's nothing more for me to see in Night City until the DLC. But I I wish you luck on your on your Horizon journey. Thank I think that you. I I don't think it's possible what you're what you wanted to. No, and, and you know I should learn from this. I should just really take a time take some time and think about how I'm living my life and that what what I'm doing. I can't finish a, a game this big in a week. <laughs> it seems to be working for you, though, because I think your completion rate of games is better than the two of us. Yeah. I think you somehow like you you somehow are able to keep all these plates spinning and still see these games through to the end for the most part. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I have I eat dinner. I go outside too. I get all mm-hmm. this stuff done. What I got to I got to figure out how to use this power that I have for good. And like put it to good use. Uh, yes, you, you know who knows. Write a happiness guide. Hmm. People love those. Well, I'm not I'm miserable. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> say. <laughs> uh, I'll talk a little bit about some things that I've been playing. So the 
first up, I, I, I rolled credits on Ratchet and Clank wow. uh, for PS5, and the the it's it's man, what a what a what a great game! What what a what a hoot! What an absolute nice. blast! Just just oh, what a just. Just, just pure joy. I will oh, say yeah. that I'm glad I just pushed through to the end game. Thanks, Heather. I'm glad <laughs> I just welcome. sort of like <laughs> I reached a point where I I'd, I'd upgraded efficiently enough it, my weapons, the weapons that I was using the most, where I was just kind of like you know melting screens on on normal difficulty. And I don't know. I like to do my first playthroughs on normal difficulty or whatever difficulty I think that the game was was balanced towards. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. in development. Um, and so it, it, it had just gotten kind of like not not too, you know, I, I, I won't say easy, but not really a challenge as I as I progressed, even though I was having having a blast. So I was just like, I'm glad I, I just sort of put the side quests aside and just went just just mainlined it. It's a it's a great end game, really satisfying uh, final few missions, uh, the way that the dual protagonists kind of just like their their narratives and that they're. Uh, uh, you know, uh, their narratives, their 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 arcs, their little companions all sort of converge is very satisfying. The Matt, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, Clank has his little adventures in the, a cyber world yeah. uh, where he has these puzzles and the way those progress and those pay off is is really satisfying and makes you feel like a genius. So I, I don't know that it's it's just a, it's just the total package. It's great. Wow. It's a very satisfying, very satisfying game. Just 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 a pure a busy screen filled with effects and gorgeous art and animation and good sound design. And it's just it just never stops being just a, a real hoot. So I really enjoyed my time with that. And uh, I've been playing more Death's Door, which I touched on last week, which I keep wanting to call uh, Darkest Dungeon because it's also got a DD name and it's it's you know. Don't not not, not at all the that. same game. I no. won't. It, it's completely different because mm-hmm. Darkest Dungeon is is horrifying, uh, but Death's Door is very charming. Hmm. One thing about Death's Door that I'll that I'll say is that the the combat has an element that I that I didn't pick up on until I was playing it a little bit more, which is that your attacks don't interrupt enemy animations. So it's really just like you know about it, it's not like you can you can stagger a guy. Uh, when he's about to, you know, hit you with this big attack, if you if you time it right, like he's still going to complete that animation. Yeah. And so it's it's more just sort of like a it's it's very much like dodging and rolling and and sort of picking your spots and getting your hits in there. And it makes the combat deceptively simple but very fun. And and it's charming. Uh, it's 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 a it's you know another game that's just like gorgeous, although it's not quite pushing the technical limits in the way that a, that a game with a massive team like Ratchet and Clank is. And uh, and 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 some nice difficulty to it. I I really like the sort of I like isometric games. Mm-hmm. We're talking about an isometric game next next week in depth. Uh, Disco Elysium, very different game. But I really like the isometric camera angle. In fact, mm. that might be my favorite angle. Whoa. Wow! I think that's I like an isometric he, game. Yeah, that's that's how you view yourself in the world. It's sort of like <laughs> yeah. Above and to the left. <laughs> yes. I can only go in the cardinal directions. <laughs> you hear that, Try? You hear that, Kurt? Nick's got a new favorite angle. <laughs> wow. I enjoyed that. Uh, but, you know, it uses the isometric camera to, to hide 
secrets, which I think is just a fun way of doing things of just, I, I don't know, it's not the only game that's ever done that, but I, yeah. but I like where it's like, oh, I can sort of snake around the corner here. And what's this? The camera's going to pivot and aha, here's a little, you know, here's a little orb that's going to let me power up my skills. <laughs> I don't know. I just, this is, this game's great. It's so, I, it's so fun. It's just so joyous. I can't wait to play it. Um, and it's in, on Game Pass. In like a year or something <laughs> when I can, when I can play it. Yeah, I mean, I the, you know, it, it's it took me some time to get to this one. It, it came out, I think, in the middle of last year, maybe in the fall. But I, I'm really glad that I did, and and I'm very excited to have a a game that is a, an achievable length to complete before Elden Ring comes out and disrupts all of our worlds. Uh, also, you know, I played a track from the soundtrack last week. I'm gonna play another one now. Just a great soundtrack. The composer David Fenn. Uh, this is a track that's playing in one of the the dungeons. This is Ceramic Manor. Oh, this is smooth. It's great. You're just walking around as a crow with a sword, some fire magic. Kill my brother! <laughs> Kill my brother! I hate my brother! Kill him for me! Hello, crow. The lore is that that dark. Anyway, I really, I, re- I, I love I this help game. You it's great. With, crow. <laughs> I want to fuck his wife. <laughs> Please do it so I can do that. <laughs> that was the narrative twist in the game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking psychopath. Uh, Heather, what are you playing? Well, what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a fun I'll, monster that you found. It's not a scary yeah. monster. It's like a monster no. that you're trying to protect because everyone thinks he's bad, but he's actually good. Yeah. Where do you play it? <laughs> it's not a Yoda, top tier <laughs> Muppet. It's like, you know, it's like a Muppet hardcore fan knows that Muppet's yeah. name. Yeah. It's like Grover's like nephew. Yeah. I'm Froger. <laughs> Froger. Hi, Froger. Kill my, kill my brother. Oh, oh no. Wife. Oh, God. Froger. <laughs> uh, well, look, I think this was probably the last week that I'll do this because we got big games coming out in the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to be up to my eyeballs in Horizon. I'm going to be up to my eyeballs in... Uh, in Elden Ring. Uh, the game I'm currently full-time playing is Disco Elysium in prep for next week's uh, show, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's great. Uh, but I'm still playing Final Fantasy First Soldier. Uh, we're about to come to the end of the first season. The uh, retro skins and retro enemies were just released. So you're running around on the map and you see like old PlayStation polygonal characters and the old school music cool. kicks in and you fight those guys and you get parts. And if you save those parts, then you can unlock like polygonal version of cloud in a dress or like the a, a skin that makes you look like one of those random Shinra soldiers. It's mm-hmm. great. It's it's such a great. I, I have only had one team battle where somebody was trolling the team. Otherwise, the community is super solid. And. I've also run into a couple of listeners wow. from the show 
Wow. Uh, playing the game, randomly paired up and teamed up with people who listen to the show and have have, have listened to me, uh, you know, glorify the um, dopamine reward system of of this battle royale. <laughs> and it, I, I gotta say, is a little weird in a in a nice way. In a yes. nice way, I, like I wasn't put off, but I've never had the experience of another player in the game having my name as part of their handle. Sure. And, uh, and, and and I don't know it, it, there's two ways to interpret it. One is, you know, a little scary and one is just really nice. And I'm choosing nice because all of the communication has been nice. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, Oh, thank God I found you. I can't wait to bury you in your own backyard. Like it wasn't like that. <laughs> uh, it was, Heather, it was kill my really, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, it, it's been really nice. Um, it's happened two times with two different people and it. it's been, it's been really nice. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love the game so much and I can't wait for the next season. And I've it's made me think about games in general and what I like about games. And I know that I like mm. the slogan I don't like puzzles and the slogan I like combat. Like those are like really really reductive versions of the things that I find rewarding in yeah. games. And I think what I'm learning is I play games like an addict, <laughs> not like somebody who like it's not enough for me to be like, "Oh, this this game has like a castle and a like you can upgrade the cat. Like I need like a, a a hit of serotonin and dopamine in order to get me to continue to play the game. And the fastest pathways to those hits are either combat where you like beat another human being or RPG reward systems because after each battle, it's like the numbers are going up, which is your sure. your yeah. your boost. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why those two are my favorite. I don't get any satisfaction from just like, you know, like a like a airplane shooter game, you know, like a 2D scrolling airplane shooter game. Uh, I did at one point dip into that and like beat what Radiant Silver Gun and Ikaruga. Like I wow. tried I tried getting that fixed, but it wasn't it wasn't punchy enough like you'd beat a boss after just a stream of bullets and you wouldn't feel like you'd accomplished something you wouldn't feel like you did something you felt like you escaped something does that make sense like you avoided enough attacks that you were managed to get through something whereas combat in like this battle royale or in street fighter which i'm also still playing and thank you everyone who's reached out about my joystick um those are like i did this not I avoided this. And and that's why I think my taste is the way that it is. And it's also why I liked, like, you know, Donkey Kong Country back in the day. Like, it's like, oh, shit, I finally beat the minecart level. Or when we played Battletoads, yeah. I was like, fuck, I did it. You know, like, I felt proud. So, I gave yeah. up on Battletoads. <laughs> but I'm impressed by anyone who beat it. So next, yeah, so next week I'll be talking about other games, but I'm still playing First Soldier until, I don't know. I, I can't, I don't know what's going to make me stop playing the game. It is so satisfying. That's, That's right. That's it. That's what I play. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely am with you on on the satisfaction of 
upgrades. Like yeah. there is something of just like like hey, I'm getting more points. Whether that's a you know my I'm get, I'm unlocking a new skill in my skill tree or I'm getting a new level. What what like that that to me is so so satisfying, and I feel like it's it's pretty universally satisfying, which is why we've seen basically every game have some version of experience or skill tree, even even genres that didn't used to have those elements. Yeah, even playing like the the Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer, there's uh, that's free to play, and so there's like a battle pass, and the battle pass gets you like the first twenty five levels, but anything after that. You're leveling up on your own, and right now I'm level like 43 or something. And I know that people are like, "That's I haven't been playing it that much recently." Mm-hmm. Um, but and so people yeah, are probably other like, "Games you're trying to get through." Yeah, and I so <laughs> Halo is an easy one to put down because um, I was really only there for the uh, socializing, uh, and, right. and 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 I you know I guess I could care less about that is what I'm what I'm saying. I'm a lone wolf, <laughs> but I was one. I was like. Well, I run into people that know the show, and because um, I, I won't reveal my gamer tag, but if you're smart, you could probably figure it out. Um, and I, I, but it has not Apodaca. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, wait a second. <laughs> Don't dox me. <laughs> but um, it hasn't. It so far hasn't happened yet. But somebody did message me one time to tell me to get good, and it did hurt my feelings. Sure. Yeah. That's well, did, that's a. Did you get good? Wound that never heals. No, I, 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 I remain bad, but sometimes I'm surprised at how good I am at it. I'll like, nice. I'll always do math afterwards. I'm like, okay, so there were 50 kills in this match, mm. and I, I killed. And there's four of us. So how many is, uh, you know, that divided by like what's the like how many kills is that per person? And then compare that to how many kills that I got, and then be like, okay, I actually did pretty good. I did some of the. Uh, sometimes I'll do yeah. most of the killing. So just send that math back at the person who is trolling you. Oh yeah, they'll have sir. No, they'll have no rebuttal. But Muncher four twenty here. How about this? I got something That's for you to munch on. Tag. Stats. Oh. Uh, the you know what are you uh, munching? <laughs> <laughs> For the topic of this week, inelegantly pivoting to our uh, yeah. to our second act. Good, that's good. First, for, for our topic this week, I don't have a segue, but I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, this is an edition of a format that we used to do on our DLC episodes. Now, that's what I call video game music. Talk through some of our favorite game music, and this week we're talking main title themes. Wow. Now. When I think of main title themes, and I'm curious as, as to your your individual definitions, and I'm sure we'll probably see this explored when we get to your choices. We're each going to have like a triforce of three different themes that we've picked. But I think of something that is that is playing while we're seeing like the the press start uh, options. You know, like we're just seeing that that main menu, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, yeah. And sometimes that's accompanied by some sort of attract mode or some sort of animation. You know, I think of like Super Mario World has a pretty good, uh, it's Sonic not one of my CD. picks, but yeah, these, these have great like kind of main title themes, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily only playing while the logo is present on screen <clears throat> and yeah, you can choose to press start. If you're, if you're not a gamer, it's the music that plays 
like when you wake up, but you haven't yet opened your eyes. It's that song you hear in mm. your head. That's your daily yeah. main theme. Yeah. For me, it's goodbye horses. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get into our picks? Yeah, let's <clears throat> do it. All right. Uh, I guess I'll start. Why not? Okay. Go off. This one is from a Super Nintendo game called Act Razor that apparently had a pretty disappointing remaster, uh, which is a bummer. But the original game, I don't know how well it holds up as a game, but the music holds up fantastically. Composed by Yuzo Koshiro, who composed for a ton of games, uh, most famously Streets of Rage. Uh, This is opening from Act Razor. Wow. It's impossible to convey just how epic this felt in the early 90s yeah. after coming off of the the era of gaming that I had was, you know, PC speaker integrated audio, like literally one channel of beeps and boops and and NES 8-bit. Coming to this, it was just like such an upgrade in audio fidelity and you're accompanying this with the, the Mode 7 graphics of the fucking logo, you know, spinning around, uh, the sprite rotation and scaling, which seemed utterly impossible at the time. Yeah, I mean, this is this was just a, this is a great theme. That Yeah, I, it's so interesting. I mean, I, I just, I've never even heard of that. So like, I never would have heard of <laughs> I've, I, I would have never... Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've never uh, yeah. seen anything from it, so I don't know. I'm not. Un- I'm unfamiliar with it, so I would never have heard that song had you not shared it with me right now. And it's very good. Yeah, there you go. And and you know what else is good? There's a symphonic suite version of this, which back in the Winamp days of MP3 players, uh, this was a uh, this was in my rotation. This whole symphonic suite album. Uh, but the, here's the symphonic suite version of of the Actraiser opening. <laughs> Actual brass. Wow. Fucking orchestra playing this shit. I mean, if this played in church, I would believe in God. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, oh, oh, it's it's happening. He is my Lord and Savior. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. Yeah, Yeah, this is awesome. All right, great. That's, That's my one first of my pick. favorite. One of my favorite things about the old Super NES soundtracks is you can tell that the people who wrote them had orchestras in their head. Sure. Like they, they're composed as if they are symphonic. But it wasn't until these special edition albums or whatever would come out that you would get to hear the true, quote unquote, true version of these themes. Um I'm going to go second here and I'm going to yeah. go in oh, yeah. chronological order of of release so that I can also play a Super NES game here. Um and it too had a symphonic release but I didn't I didn't queue it up for you guys. Uh instead I I want you to imagine a lot of these games had very short loops in their title screens. You know like it would be like one or two phrases and then you would repeat it. When you boot up Secret of Mana you are treated to a theme that just grows and grows and grows with an excellent splash screen that has this huge tree and your three main characters standing 
small in the corner looking up at it. And this, this is how it plays. because each time it plays through, it builds. Like, I would put in this cartridge and stare at the screen, and when it's re-released on, like, Virtual Console or something, I would just get it for this opening. Wow. To have it playing in the background. Wow, and I have the visual of the title screen in front of me, and it's really cool. Yeah. There's, like, I think flamingos or something flying overhead, but it's just the main character staring at the Tree of Mana, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I I think that's one of the best. I think the title screen and the music in Secret of Mana overall are what have given any legacy to that game because every time they bring out some new update like either a a, a remaster of the original or like a sequel it sells like trash Mm, but they keep putting it out and i think it's because of the feeling of that first game which just has never been eclipsed by any of the sequels Uh, i'm i'm familiar with that track although i've never played the original game which is one of those things where it's like you know, I, I that's that as a as a kid, it's just like those are the games that you you got the games that you got, yeah. and like for me, it was yeah, I played the Final Fantasies, I played I played Chrono Trigger, uh, but Secret of Mana was a was a gap in my knowledge. That said, that track is fantastic, and I love I love when the bass kicks in, the crawling bass line. I did not have this game when I was a kid. Uh, I was playing it on um, an ex-boyfriend's uh, uh, Super Nintendo. Hmm. And um, it wasn't a pleasurable experience. It was a shitty yeah. experience. But <laughs> mm-hmm. once I got a Super Nintendo of my own, it was one of the very first games that I purchased because the game is so fucking good. Um, and I'm staring at it. Here, I'll just, I'll just hold it up in front of camera so you guys can go. Heather has stepped away for a second. Oh, she's wow. got to hit that. Yes. We see it. The listener, yeah. you're just going to have to picture what that looks like. I have, I have now, are the you map, sure you wanna, I think, in here. Are you sure you want to like hold that up thing. to camera instead of selling that on eBay for uh, $30,000? <laughs> what a collection. Man, what a collection there Heather was, has. Yeah. There is a, there, there is a, a cheap-ass gamer post from this morning that was like, hey, before the Wii U and 3DS uh, stores uh, close up, Maybe download these digital versions of these games that are going for thousands of dollars on eBay, god, yeah, so that you could play fucking, them. Uh, that that uh, god Nintendo is so frustrating. <laughs> why why are they closing that for? I mean, we know why they're doing it, but it just it just sucks. It's just you know you you, you can't. That was one of the cool things is that you can still buy when we were covering games on the 3ds games on this podcast or DS games. It's just like you can still buy that stuff on the eShop. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just yeah. thrown away. Yeah, but in a year, in a year, I mean, it could be worse. It could be like three weeks from now. 
True. You know, or they could have done it 35 minutes ago. Like they could have just done it. (laughs) (laughs) Pulled an Aussie mind dance. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's nice Uh, to give people a a heads up. That's that large of a window. Like if they're going to do it, at least do it that way. As opposed to like when the Vita store was announced closing, it was like Sony's like, the store is going to close at the end of the week. And everyone was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then they were like, ah, yeah. never Just mind. Kidding. We're, we're going to keep it open. <laughs> uh, all right, Matt, what's your first pick? Uh, okay, my first pick, uh, just to keep it in chronological order, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this I'll Do this one. Um, I mean, this is probably from... God, I mean, it's probably from one of my, it's from one of my favorite games of all time. And if I stop and really think about it, it's in the it's in the top three for sure. Um, wow, top three. And I mean, look, we're just gonna get it right out of the way. It's a Pokemon game, and it's the like opening animation uh, leading up to the title screen uh, for Pokemon Gold and Silver. Hmm. It starts like this. You're like, what is it? What? And then you hear this and you're like, okay, yeah, here we go. It's just so nice. I love it. And then it like, it starts to really kick in and like, kind of like whip ass. It's really good. And really cool uh, sprite animation in this, really fun. Then this happens, and you're like, "Oh, now we're talking. We're in battle on. mode here." Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and there you have it. That's, that's that's good stuff. Though that's like me at nine years old. That's my that's the sound of me being nine. <laughs> I loved it, <laughs> man. Oh, man, I can't wait to get my um. My analog pocket and the, like uh, in replay Pokemon Gold. I can't wait to do it. In some sense, that's kind of that's some of the most impressive game composition is what was done for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Yeah, when you know just such a such a limited tool set and just crafting these 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 amazing chip tunes. Uh, it's uh, th- that have stayed with you. It's great, great so- use of great use of making the limitations a strength. Honestly, yeah, I was going to say, with what little they had, they really cr- cranked out some bangers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Wow. Well, hey, going from chip tunes to basically full orchestration. Wow. I'm continuing mine in chronological order. This is by, the composer is, here is Michael Hainig, and this is from the Enhanced Edition, although I think it's very, very similar to what was in the original uh, Hainig, mostly a film and TV composer, uh, the the Blob, Max Headroom, and I believe this series is some of his only game credits, maybe his only game credits. The, the series is Baldur's Gate, the Bioware RPG series, Isometric, oh. uh, that really put them on the map as a developer. And this is from Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of Om. This is the main title. Hell 
Hell yeah. I think what makes this and so many of these, what we've heard so far, effective main title themes is they're just like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Like this yeah. is this is what like here we go here we are and just and just to- when you can really just set the tone for what to expect when you're actually getting into the meat of the game uh, that one also as it goes it kind of gets into like a little bit more of a because this this track will continue you know if you're through character creation which can be a lengthy process so it's really got a lot of like the secret of mana track it's got a lot of uh, 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 different pieces to it it develops as it progresses so. It, it kind of it kind of settles into like a more mellow groove as we go, um, and uh, it's 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 fucking great. It's a great great track. I feel like if you played that when I went into the kitchen to make my lunch, I'd make the best sandwich of my life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? This needs crispy bacon. Yeah. Let's let's make bacon. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on top of that turkey. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna heat the cheese up a little bit. So wow. it's a soft cheese, but a crispy bacon. Mm. Let's go. Best so, sandwich. so far, w- one of my tracks uh, makes you believe in God and the other makes you make a perfect sandwich. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what the third one holds. <laughs> before I forget, before and before we do my second track, I do want to say that the first track I played was uh, by the composer Hiroki Kikuta. Uh, and it was one of only three game soundtracks that he composed at Square, Squaresoft, before it was merged with Enix, which were uh, Secret of Mana, Trials of Mana, and Sokaiki for the PlayStation. Um, And in Wikipedia, he talks about, or they quote, that he talks about how much freedom he had to compose the score to this game because uh, Nobuo... Uematsu, who does all the Final Fantasy scores, had a separate division at Squaresoft. So I think that that's part of why the Final Fantasy games have such incredible scores as well. And speaking of Final Fantasy, my next track for best main title themes of all time is from a game that came out in uh, the year 2000, and it's Final Fantasy IX. I mean, you could put this in Lord of the Rings and you wouldn't notice. (laughs) Yeah. This was the last full Nobuo Uematsu score for Final Fantasy games. The last one he composed in its entirety. And I think one of the things about Final Fantasy games soundtracks is that they're a little bit mournful. Like the themes are never that sort of that that bravado that that Nick's tracks sort of le- like you're oh I'm gonna do this they're mm-hmm. always a little bit sad you know like something terrible has happened or something terrible must be done and even though that isn't always executed in the game you feel like these villages you're visiting in Final Fantasy games are run down in part because the music is sometimes so sad mm-hmm. even the 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 uh the overworld theme to Final Fantasy VII, which is probably the best overworld theme, although I think Nine gives it a, a real run for its money, uh, is 
kind of sad. <laughs> like you beat a monster. Yeah. And then and then it's like, well, let's do this. It's uh the world's gonna na, end. Na, and... na, na, na. Yeah, it it is it is kind of that does have nice. that, that sort of plaintive quality good. to it. Oh thanks. Nice. I, I did you play the, the song? That was me, yeah, on the Uematsu and I go way back. Oh wow. I, I was gonna say the that that makes me think that the prelude, which is I believe Final Fantasy One, that's the that's the main title theme there. That's when it's first introduced. Uh, but you know, the famous arpeggiated track that that surfaces in every Final Fantasy, that in itself is kind of melancholy. So I think yeah. you're right. It's just it's it always is the the other thing I was gonna say, and I and I love Final Fantasy Nine. It's also in context, coming off of six, seven, and eight, which were all kind of, you know, six was still a little steampunky, but seven yeah. and eight were very much more like cyberpunky, you know, sci-fi more than than fantasy. And this was the return to form. And I think yeah. that that like the way that is orchestrated, that track is orchestrated very much kind of anchors it more back in that, you know, high fantasy sort of feel. Uh, which uh, which that particular entry in the franchise had. So yeah, a fucking great track. Great pick. Yeah. Yep. Well, All right, Matt, what do you got? I'm about to sequence break us. Okay, we're, we're going to skip way ahead. We're, we're, wow. Because now it's going to be hard to be chronological with uh, the order that we have before us now. Um, so my pick is from one of my favorite games from the PS4 era, a game that I think I finished... Not that long ago, honestly. Maybe at this point, two years ago, a little bit, maybe a little less. Um, and it's a game that I really love, and I always love the music in these games. And it's it's just the opening title music for uh, God of War for PS4. Like they don't fuck around <laughs> with this. Yeah, this this sounds like you ordered too much at Taco Bell. they're just handing you bag after bag (laughs) and they're like mad at me because of it yeah yeah okay here's 15 tacos that's nice that you think that's too much (laughs) just a real i mean they always really set the tone with uh the music in these games and I this I don't know this rocks I love this yeah it's great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bear uh, Bear McCreary is the composer of, of that one Bear McCreary great track does great work it's yeah. good I mean that good the score, score that to God of War is it's fucking great it really yeah. makes me feel like a tough dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes absolutely i was like i'm really disciplining my son right now <laughs> he's gonna learn a valuable lesson about what it is to be a god <laughs> my son respects me that's the power fantasy here <laughs> he's not infected with the things his mother puts in his head <laughs> Great picks from both of you. Uh, my final pick. First off, I want to talk about the cr- the cutting room floor. A few ones that 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 I almost picked: uh, Chrono Trigger, uh, Marvel Capcom Two, Super Mario World, which I mentioned up top, and uh, uh, another Uematsu track. In fact, the only Uematsu track he composed for this franchise. 
And as a commenter pointed out when I was listening back to this, uh, maybe the still the best track in the entire series, the main title theme for Super Smash Brothers Brawl is just one of the most epic pieces of wow. music that uh, of all time. It's it's just so fucking great. And that's uh, that's Nubo Oyamatsu's one contribution to Super Smash Brothers. But I'm going a different direction just because I think this one has to be on the list. Uh this is from Katamari Damasi, Katamari on the Rocks, composed by Yu Miyaki. Wow. I love that little guy. Yeah. It's just a tonal table setter. So right good. after the, like... Excellent, like na 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 na, yes. like just the like acapella version of the theme over the Bandai Namco or whatever it was logo. Yeah. Oof. I mean, it's like they slammed their dick on the table with what? the first one, and, and then, then hit it with a hammer. <laughs> and no, and then <laughs> and then the second song, it's like, wait, there's more dick. <laughs> Uh, really, <laughs> really great stop. track. <laughs> Yumiaki worked at Namco and and maybe still is at Namco, but uh, Tekken and Ridge Racer most of of their credits. But it's it's very impressive, just like the the range displayed in this one, because it's such a distinct soundtrack that's as eccentric orally a u r a l l y as the game is visually, and you know story-wise it's yeah. it's 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 fucking great great fit for the game great way to set the the table for what we're about to expect do you know that you're the only person that ever has to specify which orally you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's just me <laughs> oh boy <laughs> well switching gears completely from what was just played uh i tried to do I was thinking like, oh, I want to do something from each generation. Uh, and that's impossible with only three picks. But I did pick a more recent track. <laughs> um, and this uh, piece of music sets the tone for this game more perfectly than any other piece of music has ever set the tone for a game ever. Final, final offer, final answer. I'm going to the board with it. Uh, from The Last of Us title screen and composed by Gustavo Santolaya. Santolaya? I don't know. Oh, boy. Santolaya. Sure. Uh, this is The Last of Us. I mean, this is a game where you're just looking for a can to be able to put some nails in. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, extremely minimalist. Mm-hmm. And it is a, the um, sort of like musical equivalent of, well, fuck, everything's bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this soundtrack uh, I found so incredible and inspirational that on my very first date with my girlfriend Mary Laws, I brought up not only the game but the score itself. And then years later, when she had her own TV show, she reached out to Gustavo to be the composer on Monsterland. Wow. Because of, in part, because of how emphatic I was about this being the best video game soundtrack ever made. Um, that's not to say that she hadn't, she loved uh, like Babel's score. Like it wasn't like mm. I was like the only human being who'd ever brought up this person. Right. But, um, I think I played the soundtrack to this in the house for a long time. Like it's, it's perfect. It's such an incredible score. Um, Great score. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. A really good first, first track too, which is what, which was exactly your point. It's just. Yep. Sorry. You had a, you had a thought. Yeah. I think I felt like you were about to complete. I have no idea what I was thinking. My brain is a mystery to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I read something about the actual virus that, or I'm sorry, the fungus that inspired the cordyceps in the in uh, oh, in Last of Us. I think I I think I read this too, Nick. What do you what do you yeah. please please share? This is, I think so it's it's a, it's a fungus yeah. fungus that infects ants and uh, you know controls their their bodies. But they did some research. This was from a few years ago. They did some research into how this actually worked mechanically uh, because it's a, it's a fungus that takes over ants and makes them just sort of, you know, clamp and, and takes complete control of their bodies. And they found that it does not touch the ants' brains. It just takes over their muscular function. So basically what's happening in reality is that the ants are becoming prisoners in their own bodies. Oh. Like their brains are still active and still perceiving everything. Uh, but their bodies are being puppeteered by this fungus that is making them, you know, leading them to a slow, agonizing death. And if you think about that in terms of the Last of Us's canon, which I'm not sure if that's what ha- that's what happens, but if that you if you apply that and you're like, oh, that's what's happening in Last of Us, it's an it's even more of a nightmare. Yeah. How is that different from? our day-to-day lives when our brains are prisoners of our bodies. <laughs> That's true. No, fair point. <laughs> so I feel like every morning, you know, you wake up and you're like, oh, no. Right, right Matt? Yeah. That's, Not that's again. Yeah. Not again. I thought it was all a terrible, terrible dream. <laughs> Maybe I do want a fungus to decide what I do with my arms and legs. <laughs> yeah. Probably make me stronger. That's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Utilize my muscles in a more uh, practical way. Um, but how about we go on to my final pick? This one, please, was is a game is a newer game, also not super new, but you know, newish. And I just love this game, top to bottom. One of the most charming games I've played in a, in many years. I loved this game, um, and the the main theme from uh it is is fantastic and it's Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Like put it in a Disney Pixar movie. This uh, it's 
this whole sound, this whole score is really fantastic. It's really, really great. And or I still have not finished. Show. What's that? I said, or a Cirque du Soleil show. Oh, yeah. Honestly, there should be more video game Cirque uh, du Soleil sh- uh, shows. Uh, but the um, I never finished the second one, the second game. It's good. I should get back into it. I, I, I liked it. I love, I love both those games. The composer, uh, Gareth Coker. Gareth Coker. And worked on, worked on both Ori games and uh, had a hand in the score of Halo Infinite. Oh. So good for Gareth. Wow. Go off, Gareth. Yeah. Man, yeah, we really covered the map. But that that song, I really like that. Uh, just the music in that game quite a bit. I like the music in all the games we picked. I feel like if a game has at least one good song in it, the rest of them aren't bad either. You know what I mean? Like the music is typically sure. all of a piece. It's all very good. Um, yeah. But the uh, the ones that we picked, that's why we had to narrow it down, right? That's right. That's why we had to be listening to main title themes all day. Yeah. It's fan- fantastic stuff, to do. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I I should have mentioned that the the Ori games were you know in our Game Pass episode. Those were a couple of games that I that I came to via Game Pass. Yeah, me too. That's the reason I I played both played through both of those and loved loved them to death. So so I love that I love that little guy. Yeah. Such, a, such a little sweetie. Why don't we pivot from listening to music to listening to some questions? That's right. It's time for the question block. So we've got some, I think, music-related queries for this particular edition. We solicited some of your... uh, We were a little bit more targeted in what we were were asking for you to ask. So let's get into some of these, Matt. Okay, here we go. Uh, This one is from uh, Trevor Waldman, uh, and they write... My question is, if you could pick any video game victory tune, the sound that plays when you win a battle in Final Fantasy, the jingle that plays when you beat a level in Super Mario Brothers, even the sound from when you get an item in Zelda, etc., what that would play when you complete any task, no matter how menial, which would it be? I personally would feel 10 times more accomplished if I heard the Final Fantasy victory sound after I made my bed in the morning. Thanks, Trevor. Does it ha- So does it have to be a... A victory sound? Can you? I want. I want to make sure that I'm not uh, going against the spirit of the question with my answer. It's just a sound, correct? Uh, yeah, it can be anything. It's. it's it, I guess it is victory. Uh, because it has to inspire that sort of like task completion, uh, sort of thing. But if it's if mm. it's you could pick any sound you want. Okay. So if I've just finished making my bed. This is the sound I want to hear. <laughs> if I've just finished my cup of coffee, this is the sound I want to hear. <laughs> if I've just if I've just finished watering my plants and I've I've I hang up the hose, this is the sound that I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I've signed in at the doctor's office. <laughs> it's the Doom 2016 shotgun sound effect. <laughs> Pretty good. It's really good. 
Like it feels like a victory, doesn't it? It's it's a little yeah. bit like a like a thunderclap and it's a little bit like pumping your fist. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, it's also, you know, you're the doom guy. So yeah. it's like, hey, this didn't happen to me. <laughs> uh in the in the, the the I feel like the questioner used up some of the best ones. I mean, I I think that Final Fantasy victory theme is just is always what I think of. But yeah. uh, in, in the spirit of what what Heather just did, uh yeah, I've got I've got a little different direction. This is this always makes me think of victory. I'm a warrior. I'm a gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a warrior. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna win. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> really really good. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I, w- I want to find a funny one. <laughs> you just took a shit on the street. I'm a lot of I'm not going to eat. <laughs> Can't argue with that. You know what's a it very finished? satisfying sound? What? Go ahead, go ahead, Nick, what? You know what's a very satisfying sound in games is, we were talking about upgrades earlier, but uh, it, it like like I'm I'm thinking of 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 like beat 'em ups have this a lot of times or uh, where you finish a level and then you just get like a just dials going up really rapidly like accumulating all of your points just like a mm. oh I, yeah I see what you mean yeah 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 Death Death Stranding had excellent excellent crunchy oh, yeah. sounds every time yeah, you made a delivery great. yeah those were really so good, good so good. Uh, here's here's my victory sound uh, for uh, <laughs> for when I like let's, let's say like yeah I do something good uh, you know I finished all my work for today or you know I ate all my I ate all my dinner or something this, mm-hmm. is, this is what plays after that hail to the king baby <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> wow. hail to the king baby <laughs> I just finished plant-based chicken nuggets from KFC. <laughs> Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> those aren't bad. No, those are I, all good. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. sure oh. they're delicious. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, that wasn't that wasn't me saying bad. Those are bad. I, I didn't think they, I, I didn't think it was. It. No, I was just commenting. I've had them. They're not bad. I just I just jammed a Barbie doll into into one of our little dresses. Hail to the king, baby! <laughs> jammed. What's Duke Nukem come up to? Goo goo gaga! I'm a baby. <laughs> um, I hope that satisfied your uh, your question, Trevor. Um, and why don't we play uh, a voicemail from a from a listener? What's up, Get Play Players? Um, at DonJuanG13 on Twitter. All right. I was just wondering, like, what do you guys think about Nintendo and their music? Because it kind of leads to piracy because they have some of the best music out there. And they took down a bunch of YouTube soundtracks. And they're not available on CD. And they're not available on streaming services. So what the hell, Nintendo? Put them up. Or you're making us all pirates. Arg. All right, peace out. <laughs> I, I mean, love, yeah, I mean, what a chiller the, the, this yeah. guy was. Fantastic, great. yeah, <laughs> great, great energy. That's just, that's just, that, yeah. Nintendo is. We were talking about them being annoying with a fucking eShop earlier. They're always doing dumb shit like that. They're taking down, and I get that they that they're that you have to be vigorous legally because 
capitalism is stupid in, in terms of of IP that that unless you enforce a copyright, it, it shit gets you know taken down or 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 your your copyright becomes null over time, so you have to aggressively get shit taken down. So I get on some level while they'll why they're aggressive about you know fan remakes and fan demakes and and shit, but also that sucks. They don't have to to target that stuff as aggressively as they do. Uh, some of that stuff I feel like they could probably have a, use a lighter touch for taking the soundtracks off of uh, off of uh, YouTube. It's just like, what are we doing here? That's not hurting anyone. That's not taking revenue out of anyone's pocket. As yeah. as, as uh, it, it's just it's just a, it's just a fucking bummer. Yeah, it sucks. It's hey. not. To, it's, I'm just so surprised that Nintendo would make such a. Um, polarizing choice like that to do to do something like that i just it's it's very unlike them to yes uh make <laughs> their their fan base um upset in any sort of way yeah it it is so strange to me that companies like on the, on the surface all companies want is money right they just want money lots mm-hmm. of money like what like just releasing soundtracks to Super Nintendo games on iTunes or Apple Music or Spotify or whatever the fuck, like, wouldn't that just be free money? Like, isn't that just... You would think so. Like, they're already made. Nobody, Nobody's buying these games off of the, you know, Switch store in order to just play the soundtracks. So it is a secondary revenue stream. It's like, why doesn't Doritos release their their nacho flavoring as a shaker so you can put it on everything at your house? Like, oh, yeah. I want Doritos taste, but I don't want the chips. I'll put it on my popcorn. I'm I'm hungry oh. for Doritos taste. I'm going to shake it on fried chicken. That's free money, Doritos. Yeah. Same thing here, Nintendo. You've already made the thing. Give it to the people and they'll pay you. That's another idea, Heather. You should uh, print out and mail yeah, to yourself. Um, the Doritos dust. Yeah, Dorito fried chicken. What? Yeah, what are you get? Get Guy Fieri on the phone. What are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, he answers I, the phone with "Hail to the King, baby." <laughs> <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> yeah, and this guy rules. Uh, this listener um, sent in a voice memo, so they sent an email. And didn't, but with a an audio file attached, which I thought was um, different, but also the quality of the sound is good. So I wanted to let you know okay, that. Sure. So you're not like, why does he sound so good? There's a backstory to it. So here you go. Hey guys, my name is Ian. I'm from Seattle, Washington. And when I was younger, uh, I would play Lord of the Rings Two Towers on GameCube while only listening to the Strokes' first album. And I would do this every single day so much that to this day, those two kind of just go hand in hand for me. I just can't think of one without the other. And I can't listen to the album without thinking of the video game. So my question is, do you guys have any kind of music, video game relationships like that? Do you guys even listen to music while playing or is it too distracting? Anyway, thank you guys so much. Love you all. Bye. Matt, you really teed that up. I was expecting that audio to be crystal clear. It was fine. Oh, well, it's voice what? memo quality. Jesus. It's really good. Like that, yeah, you, over, that you overhyped great. the audio quality. It was good. Nick, so was harsh. I was expecting no, you to have to be excellent. blown back in your seat. <laughs> I actually was, have a really okay. clear answer for this, mm-hmm. uh, which is that I played both GoldenEye and Perfect Dark on the N64 with their 
soundtrack muted, just the gun sounds turned up, and then the face-off score playing in my apartment. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> I had I had like a you know, one of those early MP3 players or whatever. And I just like made a little tiny action music mix that I could, because, you know, you those looping sounds from the N64, not they're not super satisfying after a while. Like you, mm-hmm. as, as much as you love Dire Dire Docs, if that was all you heard for a month and a half, you'd be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta play something else. So anytime I hear music from Face Off, which doesn't happen very often, I still think about those early multiplayer matches. Yeah, I don't have a great answer myself here just because I always listen to game audio and people who I'm just, I just I know people do it. I, people probably listen to this podcast while gaming. People put on No Man's Sky or something and kind of just sort of, you know, relax and 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 have an audiobook or a podcast playing i i mean it just i i can't do that and i like listening i just like some of my my favorite music is game music so i always listen to game audio however i had a roommate in college who was a a big gamer and uh like me and had a story of in high school uh got uh their hands on a a porno cassette this is the, the vhs porno days <laughs> <laughs> and was watching a porno with their friends uh, while their parents were sleeping. But because they realized the porno audio would cue their parents into what they were doing, uh, they plugged in their N64 into the audio jack and put up the main menu for uh, Diddy Kong Racing. So the title theme of Diddy Kong Racing was playing in the background while they were watching hardcore pornography. <laughs> and... <laughs> I always have that connection. That's just VHS, PNV, porno uh, with the Diddy Kong soundtrack. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's that's wild. That's what a, what a choice. Yeah, they probably can't listen cover. To a great cover. I I'm, I'm not dissing the ingenuity. I think that's that's fantastic. That's faster than having your finger on the. Um, like last channel button, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, you're playing 40 chess when you're doing that. That's, you know, congrats. I, I gotta, I gotta just do We, we just have to experience this real quick. Hold on. I'm gonna, I'll play the, I'll play this. The, oh, the, I thought the you were going to show us soundtrack. a porno. I was like, no, yeah, I'll, I'll put on some porno. <laughs> just share my search history. Here we go. Just imagine this is playing, uh, while you're watching some, some hardcore action. <laughs> Oddly kind of works. Yeah. It makes it seem a little silly that they're doing this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like sex is kind of funny now. Yeah. <laughs> That's unhinged that's yeah <laughs> um i have another question here that's it's maybe a little similar to the previous question but i'm gonna ask it anyway because I, I have a, i have a specific answer for it uh what yeah what video game music do you um <laughs> put uh, <laughs> 
and it's uh, submitted by uh, by Nick Weiger. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so this is this is from Nico V, uh, and they write. I'd love to know if any of you have ever found yourselves disabling the background music in a video game. Maybe you preferred to go silent or switched it out with another playlist of your choosing. For example, after countless hours in No Man's Sky, I would use the Interstellar soundtrack instead, which made even mindless tasks feel more epic. Hmm. And Hmm. so I had a specific, uh, because like on modern, on most modern consoles, you can um, integrate Spotify uh, with your, with your gameplay. Um, and so I would turn down the um, in-game music in uh, the PS4 Spider-Man and put on, like, Wu-Tang and, like, swing mm, around okay. the city listening to Wu-Tang. And it just felt, I don't know, it felt, like, way cooler. It was because really, like, Wu-Tang's awesome. Um, yeah. That's, that's a soundbite for you. Just me, a video game playing dork. Wu-Tang's awesome. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> it would just it made my enjoyment of that game just more fun. But the only mm. thing is, it's not dynamic, right? So if you get into a cutscene, uh, yeah. you have you know Riza talking over uh, you know uh, whatever's going on at, at feast, and it, right, it's it, it's like uh oh, you can't. It's a little it's a little hard to then understand what's going on. So you have to sort of time it right. But it's it's good stuff. I, I highly recommend doing that. By the way, it's very fun. There you go. And it sounds like Heather had her answer with the mm-hmm. yeah. face off soundtrack. Yeah, I just don't I just don't do it. I like the I like the game audio. You know I like the, I like game soundtracks. You know? Do Maybe it. I should try it. I give it a give it a shot, you know? Why why not? Um I feel like there's some there's there's maybe games I've muted the music for because it's just it like 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 the loop gets annoying, but I can't think of a specific instance. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, because a lot of my early gaming was handheld, Game Boy, Game Boy, uh, you know, Game Mm -hmm. Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. And often I would be watching TV also. Right. Mm. So I would like have like cartoons on in the background or something and I'd be playing Pokemon, but I'd have the Game Boy muted. Like or turned, you know, turned down rather. And so I'd just be like half watching a cartoon and, and then going back to the game every so often. And then wondering... How come these batteries run out so often? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, that's this week's Get Played. Follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. Hey, guys. Hey. Mm -hmm. I I feel like you should know that you... No. You got played! Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) And stuff like that.